Hey ladies and gents, welcome to the Controlled Interest Gamecast, where we talk about video games and everything happening in the industry. As always, I'm joined by Dom. War. War never changes. Until it does, and you make your single-player <laughs> game an online game, and then it changes. And then it changes, yeah, and Ron Perlman isn't Hellboy anymore. Um, <laughs> no Jordan this week, we think. We're not too sure. He might hop in in the middle of the show, um, so if that happens, be prepared. Um, he might also of, be trapped in a basement. Speaking of be prepared, did you see that that song's not going to be in the live-action remake of Lion King? Wait, what's not? Be prepared. Oh, the song. It's a big, the big Scar song at the end of the movie. When like the hyenas mm. are doing like the Nazi salute and all that stuff, mm. yeah. You know, I I think I read that, and to be honest, I haven't seen the original Lion King in probably fifteen years. A fifteen years, over a decade for sure. Yeah. I'm pumped for this new one. I'm more pumped for Aladdin. Um, Interesting. But yeah. So, I, dude, Aladdin is just oh, so, Will Smith. Oh, come on. I like Let's Aladdin. Go. It's just I'm worried about the actors because I'm not familiar with them. Like the people who are playing Aladdin and Jasmine. So, mm-hmm. and they're not very well known, which isn't a bad thing. Like Tom Holland wasn't known before he was Spider-Man. Um, I'm just more cautiously optimistic with that. I love Aladdin, the cartoon. I just, the cast for Lion King is like out of the park. So I'm like, okay, this is in good hands. And then John Favreau directing. Um, but yeah, I'm super stoked for Aladdin as well. Anyways, video games. In terms of what we've been playing, um, I actually wanted to get back to God of War this week, but I didn't have a whole lot of time to play games, so I didn't have a chance to get back to it. Um... I played some Red Dead Redemption 2 online. Exactly what I expected. Nothing, like, too surprising. It's in beta right now. One of the worrisome things is Rockstar said that beta progress might not transfer over to the full release. So That's shitty. The fact that they had to say that means that there's a chance that it might not, right? Or else they wouldn't have said anything. So I'm kind of worried about, like, pouring a bunch of time into it just for it not to transfer over. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm split on whether or not how much time i'm gonna dedicate to it that being said the character creator a lot better than gta online for gta 5 you had to like pick your two parents and they gave you a rough estimation of what their kid would look like very weird um the thing i like about this is it's hard to make a pretty character or like a very good looking character um so it's the wild west and um obviously you have a little bit of grime to yourself and you can make a good looking character in terms of like visually appealing but you can't make them like a pretty boy or like a you know a Barbie doll kind of female. It's like they have grit to them, which I really enjoy because it fits the aesthetic of the world. Um, you're introduced to some new characters that weren't in the single player version, which I expected, and uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see where it goes. Also, I don't know without spoiling Red Dead Redemption Two, I don't know where in the timeline of that game the online takes place. I think I'll figure that out when I start running into more characters throughout the world. Um, I don't know if this is supposed to take place before the events of Red Dead 2, after the events, or like someplace in between. So I'm interested to see where that lands. Um, but yeah, just dabbled with it a bit, didn't do too much. Um, feels like I expected, no surprises really. One thing I want to talk about is there was the report of the Battle Royale mode in it. It's not a Battle Royale mode, it's just a game mode that features a shrinking circle. Which people be like, oh, that's Battle Royale. No, not really. Battle Royale signifies like a big scale map with a shrinking circle with you picking up weapons and items and stuff like that. And this is essentially just like a like a TDM King of the Hill thing where the area gets smaller, if that makes sense. And that's mm-hmm. different than the heart of what a Battle Royale is. So we had all these websites writing, oh, Battle Royale mode, Battle Royale mode. And I think it was just setting up people's expectations to be 
too high and be upset by it. It's not really what you expect from a battle royale mode. Um, other than that, played some more MTG Arena. Having a blast with that. I was finally able to play some friends, uh, craft up some new decks, and try them out against each other. So that was fun. Um, yeah, it's pretty much it for me. I didn't play a whole bunch. Um, I'm almost caught up on Walking Dead. I haven't watched the mid-season finale yet. And um, I'm actually trying to watch Breaking Bad again uh, to see if it, it hooks me this time. I'm willing to give it a second chance. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty much it for me. Well, I am caught up on The Walking Dead, and you're in for a treat with that last episode because it's phenomenal. Um, I'll just say that. So the show feels yeah. really fresh, which is surprising. And I've been, yeah. been I've been impressed with the dialogue this season. My only real complaint is that the the Rick exit was kind of weird. I'm not like against it; it was just kind of weird the way it played out. And yeah. um, the birds CGI in one of the last couple episodes is like pretty bad. When oh, I like, didn't notice. I when like, I uh, enough attention. It's, I think it's the episode after the time jump when they show Daryl like hunting for fish and then there's like the zombie connected to the tree. Spoilers for Walking Dead, by the way. Who cares? We're probably the only two people watching it. But um, he looks up to the trees and there's like a bird nest with a bird. Whew. Pretty bad CG. Not as bad yeah. as the deer from like two seasons ago. That was oh my the God, that deer. Seen. Um. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I can't wait to see the mid-season finale as well, but it's pretty much everything I've been doing. Not a whole lot of gaming, unfortunately. Had a good Thanksgiving, though, so. Yeah, thanks thanks freaking giving. You know, what, it was, it was a great holiday. I like food. Um, Same. So, yeah, like I said, I caught, I've been really enjoying that this past half a season of The Walking Dead, too. It's kind of the, the whole Rick thing. I hate – I struggle when uh, there's not really a right answer when – we the audience knows that a character is leaving or something is going to happen because of outside circumstances no matter what they do in the show it's going to feel forced you know like they had to do this basically um but yeah they probably could have done it a little bit better still even considering that but either way this season's been much better so far than the last i'd say for sure it needed to be (laughs) yeah yeah um and unfortunately all right I guess it's probably it might be a good thing that the viewership has gone down so dramatically. Um, maybe give them a little bit of a signal of like, okay, you know, you can't just keep doing the same old stuff. We we need something good and fresh and new or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, as far as games, I've only played uh, Fallout seventy six. So I actually why have... Dom? It's such a terrible game. Why are you playing it? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I know I'm supposed to hate it. That's what you're supposed to do. And I I mean I I don't love it. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't even think I'm like close to 10 hours in maybe. So I don't have, um, what I can't speak to is the multiplayer elements. Cause, uh, I've not really had any experience at all with anything online that's yeah. substantial. So that's kind of the last part of the game where I'm like waiting to see how that plays in and how that factors and how that changes things. Um, cause so far it hasn't, you know, it's not really existed and I've seen a few people, you know, walking past me, no one's talked to me or done anything. So that's pretty much been it as far as that goes. So I think um, it might it might be one of those things where it's best if you have someone you know to play with um, or if you're good at meeting people, I guess, online. I don't know. Are you uh, playing on PS4 or Xbox One? PS4. Okay. Just so I know in terms of reference for bugs or anything you're going through. Yeah, so as far as bugs, I've not had anything too bad. You know, the, the AI is not great. Um, some, like, some ghouls and stuff kind of, like, sometimes walk in the wrong direction or, like, you know, go into walls and shit like that. Um, 
you know, the kind of what you'd expect uh, from a Fallout game. Um, so some things they got to you know touch up with that. Um, I had I think two, one or two crashes um, before that that first patch they put out where I was just kicked up to the main menu. Um, but nothing since then. So it's it's not been overall the bugs have not been terrible. Um, you know I've not had some of like the horror stories of you know constant crashes and quest breaking or I've not had anything like that. So um, yeah. it's not the best running game I've ever seen. Um, maybe a few frame rate dips. Nothing egregious though. Like like Fallout Four had. It's actually much better performance wise than Fallout Four was. So on PS4 at least. So that's been you know fine you know mediocre to fine as far as bugs and performance for me um but i mean this is still it's more fallout and it's a different world so i was i mean i'm pumped i like walking around and looting um and you know taking in the stories that you find in you know random abandoned houses you know the reading letters and stuff like that and picking up on the environmental storytelling all that kind of stuff is still there um in abundance too and even the main story is actually so far pretty interesting it's pretty good even though it it is a, a little weird that it's given to you in purely in hollow tapes um, and robots and stuff. So that is it's a little weird, but so far this that story thread itself has been pretty entertaining. So um, yeah, it, it's not. I was only gonna like this so much because uh, it's still staying on that same thing that Fallout Four did, where they're going you know in the direction of less rpg type elements in terms of you know leveling and how that affects the game the gameplay um whereas in three in new vegas you know the stats you chose to level up had a you know extremely direct and relevant you know uh, effect on how you played the game right if you had high explosive skill then you could solve a quest using that with a different outcome than if you didn't have that skill leveled up you know that that's one small example, and that yeah, branched out into a hundred different ways that you could do the same quest, basically. So three and Fallout three and in New Vegas in particular did an even better job um, of that, and so that's that's still entirely gone in this game. I mean, the most that the skills really affect is like whether or not you are shooting someone with a gun or a melee weapon, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of disappointing, but I you know I didn't expect them to go back in the other direction like I had dreamed of. So. Um, but overall, I'm, ha- I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it still because it's more Fallout. Um, there's nothing about this locale that's kind of been like, ah, oh, man, that's awesome. Yet, um, I've not explored the whole map because it's goddamn enormous yet, you know? But there's nothing like in Fallout 4 where you get to, um, uh, what's it called, where the Red Sox play? Fenway. Fenway Park, um, yeah. Yeah, when you walk into Fenway Park and it's this city and you're like, ah, oh, man, like, that's so sweet. And you get to the Green Monster and stuff and it's like, ah, oh, like even like not knowing much about baseball or whatever like fallout's you know been known for having those kind of moments where it's like oh when you get to washington dc and fallout 3 and when you get to the vegas strip in new vegas like that's like those are awesome moments and so far this you know west virginia doesn't have anything (laughs) that i'm aware of that's gonna have the same kind of effect but we'll see i guess there's that hotel that apparently is famous oh yeah people i don't know anything about it though so it's Kind of a swing and a miss for me, but I've not been there in the game yet anyway. So, so yeah, I mean, what you've read about this game is probably more or less, you know, no one's really lying about it, I think. I think a lot of people are, like, piling on and just shitting on it, and, you know, maybe that's a good thing, and that's sending the message that Bethesda needs to hear, but I've not jumped in with the, the negativity and the vitriol. Vitriol? Vitriol? Vitriol. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I just don't have the energy for that kind of stuff. And I'm still having fun with the game. So I'm like, yeah, it's good for me. And that's what matters. Um, yeah, yeah. All of this stuff about the game, too, doesn't get me less excited for the next Elder Scrolls or Starfield or anything. Like, I'm still stu- super stoked for those. But what I am hearing is, like, I think I made the right decision for myself in not buying this game, at least now. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the future, when it's, like, ironed out and there's more content because they said they're going to keep updating this game, not the main Bethesda Game Studios team, but um, Bethesda Game Studios Dallas, I think, the one that used to be working on that uh, Games of Service game and then they switched over. forgot the name of it. Um but yeah, it's, I'm not surprised by what you're saying. It just bothers me, like, the internet has these, like, gripes with these companies out of nowhere. And though Fallout 76 has a lot of issues, it, like I talked to you before the show, it just seemed like there was a group of people waiting to pounce on it. Just like mm-hmm. whenever EA releases anything, there's a group of people waiting to pounce on it. And I don't know, I just, like you said, it's, like, too exhausting to be that overly, overtly negative and, like, hateful. Yeah. And there's a difference between telling a company, like, yo, you screwed up, you guys need to fix this, and, like, never make a video game again, this is horrible, I'm suing you, I want my $60 back, and all this stuff. It's like, though they are responsible for the game they made, you're also responsible for being an informed consumer making an informed purchase, you know? And I think there's a 50-50 split there of, like, yes, they should make a game that's worthy of your $60. I mean, that's hard to do because everyone has their own tastes. But also, if you're paying $60 for a game, you should do your research and know that they're a company known for being buggy. And guess what? The whole internet knows that they're a company that is known for shipping buggy games, and then they buy the game, and then they complain the game is buggy. Like, I don't know. It's a big old thing. I just, I'm kind of over-listening and hearing about Fallout 76. Not from the perspective of, like, no, it's a great game, I'm trying to defend it. It's just, like, I don't need to hear all of that, man. Like, I can go the rest of 2019 not hearing about Fallout 76 and be fine, because the whole conversation is negative. It's hard to hear anybody talking, even partially, not even positive, but like mid middle of the road. You know, it just yeah. It's I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and what I hope is like I mean I I'm not a big multiplayer guy, um, but I was open to trying this game. Um, you know, I wasn't immediately shut down like, "Wow, well, I love my single player Fallout," and that's it. Nope, I don't like this. You know, without even giving it a chance, I was open like, "Okay, they want to try something new um, and do something a little different." You know, it might not work out. Um, it, it might work you know it might be great whatever like i was i'm glad that they tried something even if in this case the execution wasn't perfect <laughs> um or close to perfect but um i don't want to see them discouraged from trying different things and new things either um not, not just bethesda but any you know any other big company because like if we only listen if companies only listen to the fans then they're never going to try anything new and try to do anything innovative exactly um, yeah well we'd never get a switch we'd never get a wii and, you know, or Wii U, which in that case, you know, trying new and innovative things also means that a lot of it, you know, at least half the time it doesn't work and it just doesn't click and it doesn't take. Um, but, yeah, if, you know, if we only wanted uh, – if companies only ever listen to the customers, then we'd only have ever gotten faster horses and not cars, right? So I don't remember who said that first. It's not my quote, but you get the idea. Well, and I've said this before, but, like, once again, I'm not trying to give them a scapegoat or anything because I know that they – they need to work on making their games less buggy and have less issues but we're talking about a company that's never really made a multiplayer game like this is their right, first right. major foray into this if you're like oh it's 2018 you should have this stuff ironed out it's like well you if you hire a bunch of people who know how to work with iron and they're not comfortable with working with steel how are you going to shout at them for not knowing how to make steel weapons it's like well we've spent our whole career making iron weapons we know how to make iron weapons we're trying but they're not going to be great and it's just like, 
I understand it's bad. I understand people have issues with it. But for people to be like, it's 2018, how can you not get this right? It's like, it's a company that's never made a multiplayer game. And they're making one that's actually one of the most difficult things, where it's like instant instant multiplayer with one big seamless open world with like new yeah. possibilities. Like, It's mm-hmm. not an easy development thing. And I know I keep signing like an apologist for them. I do think they have issues that they need to work out, but I, the vitriol and the amount of negativity is like unreal. I'm just like I'm over it, you know. Yeah, it's a fun game though. I mean, if you love Fallout, like you should definitely try it. Um, I mean, it's already been on pretty deep discount, so like, you know, it's cheap. And then if not, like you know, it's kind of like you said, you know, park it and like in a few months, maybe sometime next year, I'm sure it'll be on discount again, and they'll have fixed a lot of stuff up and probably put out some new content as well you know i don't write it off entirely if you like fallout i mean oh yeah that would be a bummer so i'm planning on picking this game up i'm just going to be at a discount or when like it drastically is like they add maybe a big content update or something i'm not like over it i'm never going to play fallout 76 but i'm just like i'm cool for now um and let's remember too like they they've said and we'll see if it if they stick to it that there won't be any paid dlc right the only paid microtransactions after your initial purchase or like uh, cosmetic things so that's pretty cool we'll see what kind of content they put out later on yeah um but that's a that's pretty cool if they're putting out you know major <laughs> dlc packs for free right so with this we'll backlash see. with this backlash i can almost guarantee they won't have any paid dlc dude i almost right guarantee yeah with this backlash, yeah. they can't go back happen. on that now exactly yeah. um let's hop into the news i think that's pretty much it for what we've been playing and watching uh, Jordan isn't here, um, and I didn't really play much this week, so it's kind of a short time for us talking about what we've been playing, but at least we got to hear your initial impressions of Fallout 76, even though you're supposed to hate it, and you're not supposed to be playing it down, but that is what it is. Um, speaking of hating things, a lot of people hated Nintendo's creator program. Nintendo has decided to kill the program as of December. Now, this comes by way of IGN by Adam Bankhurst. Starting in December, Nintendo will no longer require online content creators to submit their videos to the NCP which is shorthand for the Nintendo Creator Program. Creators will now be able to monetize their videos that contain Nintendo games. Nintendo stated that this move was made for the sole purpose of making it easier for creators to upload and monetize videos featuring Nintendo games. The NCP has been a point of uh, contention and controversy amongst online content creators since it launched in early 2015. Um, Obviously, this is a smart move. Nintendo has always been seen as the one company online that just didn't get it. You know, like... They were the ones that were kind of against the whole, oh, let people do free advertising for your game. They never saw it as free advertising on Twitch um, or YouTube. They always saw it as, hey, you're earning profit off of our stuff. We want a cut of that. And for those unfamiliar, the way the creator program worked is if you made a video playing, let's say, Super Smash Brothers uh, on the Wii U, in order to monetize it, you would have to um, submit it to the uh, creators program. They would approve it. Then they would take a cut from it as well. So the only way you can monetize it is if it was approved by them and also they took a cut, which isn't also counting Twitch or YouTube's cut, right? So you were getting pennies on the dollar, if that. So a lot of like Nintendo-focused YouTube channels, if they didn't have a, an MCN, which is a, which is a multi-channel network, uh, they usually strike deals with these type of companies, you are kind of screwed and your business model was completely blown up. Um, there was people like Achievement Hunter from Rooster Teeth, which are huge, millions of subscribers, when this was announced in 2015, they're just like, okay, we'll never do anything with Nintendo games. So it's like these big uh, you know, content creators are just yeah. like, oh, fine, then, Nintendo, if you're going to play that game, we're just not going to make stuff with your content. Which was an easy decision for them to make. The numbers were just like, okay, well, <laughs> then we're not doing that. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I think Nintendo didn't realize that people don't watch a lot of these big content creators specifically for the game they're playing, but because of their personality. But their personality right. le- also leads to sales of those games, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? People aren't watching Achievement Hunter because they're playing Nintendo games, but people will probably buy Nintendo games because Achievement Hunter's playing them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's 2018. I'm glad they finally made this decision. Dom, do you think this is more closely tied to like Smash Brothers coming out? And that's that seems like it's going to be a games as service type game for Nintendo in terms of like updating it and it's going to live on the platform for a while. Or do you think it's that plus a mix of, hey, it's 2018, this should be gone by now? You know, what do you think their decision was um, made from? Yeah, Smash comes out December 7th, and th- this decision was made effective December. So yeah, it's can't it's not a pure coincidence, <laughs> right? Like yeah. you said. Um, uh, like you implied, yeah, that's definitely got to be part of it because that's Smash in particular. That's a game that will definitely benefit from uh, benefit sales wise from having more people streaming it um, and, and that kind of thing too. So I, I think that's got to be part of it. And you know, those couple voices in the boardrooms or whatever were finally heard. You know, there's someone over there had to be saying like, "Okay, guys, maybe we're like stuck in our old ways a little bit here. Maybe we should look into this because it could help us make more money actually um, and be more." You know, and better have better PR basically. So, yeah. there has been research done too that like uh, streamers and YouTubers making content for your game actually helps sales for big games. But on the mm-hmm. opposite end of that, if you're a game that doesn't have a whole lot of content outside of just like a narrative, it actually has been seen to hurt games. So like right. uh, My Dragon Cancer, which was like a huge indie hit um, that this guy made about his own. Um, life experiences with cancer and his kid and stuff like that he actually showed that once these major streamers were playing through his game it actually led to a decline in sales for him um, because that game was pretty much a narrative experience right so there's no reason to go and play it on your own terms whereas like these rpgs and these open world games it's all about user experience you can see somebody play it and you still yeah. want to buy the game and play it yourself because you're going to have your own experiences um, so there is a positive and a negative to it Nintendo games, like, it's 2018. I'm glad they're finally doing this. It's smart, especially with uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate release coming out soon. Um, I think this is also great for content creators because I think Smash is such a big deal that some of them are just willing to be like, I'm not going to monetize these videos or or I'm not going to get paid for it on Twitch. I'm just going to play it anyways. And I think this is, like, putting Nintendo in a good light with all those content creators which is good because I think now people are starting to catch up to the fact that they have a lot of influence on the internet and you kind of want to be in their good graces, not in like a scary way, but like you want to have a good positive relationship, right? So I'm glad that they've kind of reversed course on that. It's about time. It took three years, but it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we got this, or we have no more news stories. There wasn't a whole lot going on. Some new stories that came out this week in terms of rumors and speculation for, uh, the Game Awards, I'm pushing into this uh, this uh, topic we're going to be talking about. So the Game Awards, speculation and predictions. The Game Awards are next week, they're December 6th, and there's plenty of speculation, rumors, and hints to go over in preparation for the big day. I want to go over all of it with you, Dom, and we're going to predict what we think might happen, okay? There's a lot of information here. So first up, the games that are kind of guaranteed to show up. Um, it was announced uh, the day of recording this um, that Anthem is going to be at the Game Awards. They're going to have a brand new trailer. So we can expect to see more of Anthem, which is great. There was actually some rumblings that Anthem might be getting delayed. Those rumors have kind of died for the simple fact that there's a new trailer at the Game Awards, and it was also announced today that you can sign up for a closed alpha that's taking place on December 8th and 9th. 
So if you're going to be having a new trailer plus an alpha in December, your game's probably still coming out in February. So those rumors kind of died down after that. Death Stranding. Uh, Jeff Keighley has a great relationship with Hideo Kojima. We know this. Death Stranding is almost there every year. Um, it's you know We're going to see probably something from Death Stranding. People think maybe a release date. I'm not of that opinion personally. I think we're just going to see another weird trailer. Um, if anything, I think we'll see a release year. What do you think, Dom? Do you think a date or do you think a year is more likely? Definitely not a date. That's that's absurd. Yeah. Um, I would even say a, a year is also unlikely. I agree. I th- but if there's any date, I think a year is, is yeah. more reasonable, but I still also agree that I don't think it's in in uh, in contention for the Game Awards. We talked about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I put this as guaranteed to show up just because the Game Awards happened the day before this game comes out. Obviously, nothing's been confirmed by Nintendo, but Nintendo has had a presence at the Game Awards the last couple of years with the Legend of Zelda um, uh, DLC, and then the year before that, I think they had... uh, What was it the year before? Was it Super Mario Odyssey? I'm trying to remember. No, it was Breath of the Wild because they had uh, Enuma pulling out the Master Sword, remember? Or maybe that was the DLC. I don't remember. They've had a presence at the Game Awards. So Smash Brothers coming out the day after, not a big surprise that it'd be there. Um, XO18 told us that Xbox winner of arcade games would be announced at the Game Awards. So we know that's confirmed. And we also have a, a confirmation on top of that that Below is going to be a part of that program. So we're finally getting a release date for Below, which is ah, dope. So you were right. You called that one. Yeah. Um, lastly, I put Fortnite. Fortnite's going to be at the Game Awards. Uh, I, I would guarantee that they're probably sponsoring something in the Game Awards, if not the show that itself. Huge game. Uh, they've also had a partnership with Jeff Keighley. Donald Mustard and him are, are friends. Are they yeah. up for anything? Uh, I don't know. Good question. I haven't looked at the nominees outside of Game of the Year. They're not up for Game of the Year. But mm-hmm. uh, I want to be... Maybe they're up for Game of the Year now that I think about it. I, I have mean, no idea. Is that game... Is that, like, released? or is it No, still... it's still in beta. <laughs> it is beta. Okay. So I, and then the beta released last year or whatever, last year. So you could make any kind of argument for when that should, okay. Uh, they actually had, I remember Game Awards had a, a category for like best ongoing game. So it's probably going to be like that, okay. Overwatch, League of Legends, and Rainbow Six, I'm assuming. I haven't that looked at the nominees though. So yeah. um, now let's get into some things we know about or rumors or speculation, okay? So the first thing, this is another game that's guaranteed to show up. Obsidian, the studio that was recently purchased by Microsoft, had a deal with uh, Private Division. If you don't uh, remember them, Dom, they're actually like Activision's EA Originals. They were the subsidiary publisher that Activision made to publish smaller indie games, or like not AAA blockbusters, right? Because Activision only sees big numbers. So it's actually announced that a new RPG from Obsidian is going to be shown at the Game Awards, and it's being primarily developed and made by the co-creators of fallout um and they showed these weird little trailer advertisements for it showing up at the game awards and they remind me a lot of bioshock and fallout yeah um, that's like what that, I was say. that like old timey um like steampunky you know what i'm talking about when i say like fallout and bioshock it's like sci-fi meets like 50s uh yeah. diner shop kind of look um this one seems which a bit- i freaking love Exactly. I'm down with that aesthetic, 100%. Uh, It does seem like it's more space sci-fi because there was like a rocket ship and stuff. So I don't know if this takes place like in space or on a planet or something. But Obsidian making an RPG, I'm 100% down for. 
Um, man, I, I, this is actually one of the things I'm most excited for, Don, because Fallout New Vegas is my favorite Fallout. Um, yeah, as it should be. It, as it should be. I, I know they're a talented studio, and I don't think they get enough credit for what they do. And this is exciting because I want to see where they're at in terms of what the budget was for this game leading into their first project for Microsoft. Because this isn't a Microsoft-published game. This is a deal they had previously uh, to that. And this is probably coming out on all platforms. And, uh, yeah, just excited to see it. I'm glad that it's confirmed to be there. Now, that being said, Jeff Keighley tweeted that there's going to be 10, 10 new games revealed, Dom. So not just announcements. There's going to be announcements and updates for games. He said that too. But specifically, there will be 10 new games Reveals. we've never seen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think the Obsidian game is one of them, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that's nine left. Now we're going to go over, before we get into the big rumor news uh, stories that came out this week, the presenters that were announced the day of recording this. Jeff Keighley's slow playing it and revealing him every couple of, like every 20 to 30 minutes or so. And the, the biggest ones I saw, there will probably be ones announced after the, we record the show, so be aware of that. First off, he announced the Russo brothers were going to be presenters, Tom. The Russo brothers, the directors of Avengers uh, Infinity War, Winter Soldier, Avengers 4. Now, just because somebody's appearing at an award show doesn't necessarily mean they have stuff to show. That being said, the Game Awards are... Sp- are very the game awards are very special because they are a place where people show up to show off stuff like the oscars a movie star doesn't show up to show a trailer for a movie or you know all these different award shows but the game awards has a track record of if somebody bigs there like a celebrity or somebody that's not you know directly connected to video games they usually have something to show right with the russo brothers dom what do you think is more likely here are the three things that we can expect a Thanos return to Fortnite. Remember that event was huge for Fortnite. The Avengers 4 trailer, which would be insane. Or do we think we see the Square Enix Avengers trailer? The, the Square Enix game, for sure. You think the Square Enix game? I think that that and the Thanos returning to Fortnite are most likely. Though I would love to see the Avengers 4 trailer there, usually they have a tendency to drop those big Disney trailers during like... Uh, a big football game. Super Bowl. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I, here's the thing. The Game Awards is pretty huge, and the viewership it gets is astronomical. It actually has a huge Chinese audience as well. It wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility for them to show it there or at least give a tease of the trailer, right, and be like, here's a tease of the trailer. The trailer is coming out later, right? That's not shocking, but I'm with you. I think the Square Enix Avengers reveal – would be more likely. It's like, we're working on Avengers 4. We have these other people that are working on Avengers. Here's the trailer. Something like that. Obviously a little bit let me throw in, Let me throw in a fourth option. Okay. This is like kind of the unexpected, like something is that's unexpected, a partnership somewhere else, you know. Um, we'll say, uh, what, what's the last Nintendo game? Oh, 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 oh. What do you, how am I not thought of this? I was going to say like Breath of the Wild DLC or like a new character or someone new in Mario Kart that's like Captain America or something, right? Something weird like that because we've been seeing things like that kind of yeah, just here and again. Crossovers. But so to me, right, so to me, I mean, we talked about Smash. I Could could it happen? Could it happen? Dude, Where a Marvel something, character in Smash? Wow. A Marvel character in Smash at the game. What? I think I mean, most likely if they were to have a character in it, it'd be Spider-Man because he's the most kid-friendly and he's yeah. super popular. Um, 
Yeah, man, that would be dope too. I wouldn't I mean, be surprised for a new Marvel partnership. That that right. you know, I, I agree with you there. That'd be crazy. I don't know that the Russo brothers would be at the Game Awards just for that. For that, though. yeah. <laughs> not not for that alone, at least. But I think I wouldn't be shocked if there was some kind of weird partnership like that, where like just as a skin or something showed up in a different game. Because we've been seeing some weird stuff like that. I feel like the past year or two. Speaking uh, of weird, you know who one of the other presenters that was announced was Christoph hmm. Waltz. Academy Award-winning actor. Um, you would know him from roles from Inglorious Bastards. Um, oh, yep. Yeah, yep. he's he's a very famous actor, very good actor. Django, right? Yes, Django Unchained as well. Here's the thing. This, to me, screams Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah. A famous Hollywood actor. That's my most likely. I think that's probably the easiest guess, right? He comes out on stage with Hideo Kojima. Funny enough, I was doing research for this, Dom. He started in a commercial for a mobile game. You know what mobile game that was? Clash of Clans. Christoph Waltz was in a Clash of Clans commercial. I would sure. not... See, here's the thing. Clash of Clans is huge, like profit-wise. Gigantic mobile game. I would not be surprised if Clash of Clans paid for him to show up to show off a new Clash of Clans trailer. I know me and you aren't excited about that. sounds awful. But I wouldn't be surprised, dude. Especially with the big Asian market and how much they have influenced mobile games. A Clash of Clans update or something is not outside the realm of possibility. The fact that he was in a Clash of Clans trailer is weird to begin with. Um, My dream is a different AAA game. Uh, He comes out to announce some other game he's like working on. Imagine if he's in the Respawn Star Wars game. That would be dope. You don't. You wouldn't want that. I mean, no, that would be dope. That's oh, not but it's not happening, happening though. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> that would be great. But it yeah. ain't happening. Um. So the next thing we're going to talk about is a weird update that happened. We've heard throughout, I think, the last year and a half, ever since Andromeda came out, when Casey Hudson returned to Bioware, he said, "We're working on Anthem, but don't worry, we're still going to make Mass Effect and Dragon Age games." Right? We've heard him say that. Don't worry, we're not moving away from the franchises that people fell in love with us for. Funny enough, Dom, recently in his blog post, you want to know what Casey Hudson said about Dragon Age? Mm. If you've been following these blogs, or myself, and Mark Dara, who's working on this, this is my own anecdote, he's, he's one of the main uh, producers on Anthem, on Twitter, you know we're also working on some secret Dragon Age stuff. Dragon Age is an incredible, incredibly important franchise in our studio, and we're excited to continue its legacy. Funny enough, look for more on this in the coming months, in the coming month, though I won't tell you where to look dot 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 <laughs> this is like game awards right this is like <laughs> the coming month this is like the nintendo creators program thing it's like we're stopping it in december smash is coming out in december um here's the thing people think this is a new dragon age game what do you think the possibility is of them announcing maybe a dragon age remaster but saying the next dragon age is in development because with like anthem not even out yet it's hard for me to see how much they would have to show for the next dragon age you know, I think it's here's the thing. I think it's more likely. I think it's more likely that we see a Dragon Age remaster plus the announcement they're working on the next Dragon Age, than to see the next Dragon Age gameplay. That being said, I think the okay. first thing I said is just as likely as like the title for the next Dragon Age. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't think seeing you. gameplay is like gonna yeah. happen. That's not likely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, I'm with you on that. Uh, um, where do you sit on throwing... Dragon Age? 
I've never played any of them. Okay. I actually own Inquisition. I played. I, okay, so I, I guess I lied. I've played like an hour or two of Inquisition. Okay, um, but I've never made it past like the first world or whatever. I, gotcha. I don't know. I just I didn't give it a fair shake yet. I've actually that's one of the things in like the, you know the, the backlog quote unquote that I want to get back to at some point and actually yeah. give it a shot because it's supposed to be pretty cool. But yeah, so I don't know much too much about these games. I uh, I interrupted you. What were we gonna say? If you remember, sorry for. Uh, I don't oh, know. not much. Just uh, on your your uh, remaster thread, I could see them. I could definitely like the the first game, Dragon Age Origins. I could see that you know them being like, oh yeah, we're remastering this and uh, uh, we're gonna put it on the Switch too. I could see that. Yeah, one is beloved. One is for me. One is right. a great game. I like two, but it's a very flawed, not great game. Um, mm-hmm. And Inquisition, I think people look back on the game as being bad. If you remember that game, on, like Game of the Year and stuff. And people are like, oh, no, it was a terrible game. It's just like this weird Bioware reverse hate stuff. I don't know. I liked Inquisition a lot. I don't think it's as good as the first game. If the first game gets remastered, that's like all levels of hype. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We're both under the assumption, though, that if it's if they're showing the next Dragon Age, it's a title at most, right? We're both yeah, under yeah. that agreement. Yeah. yeah. Um, where do you fall in terms of Alien, Dom, the franchise? Do you like Alien? Like Alien... Alien, aliens, uh, ali- any of it. I, I, I'm don't even know. Like alien, freaking, um, like the horror game or like no, just the alien franchise with Ripley. I don't know what that is, man. <laughs> You've never seen the alien movie from the eighties? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, like the, yeah, it's like, the alien the, franchise. Yes. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. It's like a <laughs> horror thing, right? Have you never seen Alien or Aliens, the movies? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> That's all you have to say. So, right, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, the Alien franchise. Uh, I, Alien Isolation was the game you were talking about. The, the, yes! Yes. So, okay. there's actually some news about a new Alien game, not tied to Isolation. A trademark popped up, okay? A new trademark appeared for the Alien franchise and overly specified video games as the platform, not film. That's a huge thing because who knows if this is just like a weird like animated Netflix thing, right? Alien Blackout is the trademarked game that's believed to come from Cold Iron Studios. Now, if you remember, we talked about this briefly last year, but they were acquired by Fox Next, which is like Fox's video game publishing division. Hmm. They were acquired by them specifically to work on the Alien franchise. And Cold Iron Studios hasn't made a game before, but they're comprised of like a bunch of veterans from really good games. Um, so it's like a studio made up of really solid veterans. Anyways, they stated that they'd be working on a shooter in the Alien franchise that takes place in an action-packed, persistent world. So there we go. Alien Blackout is trademarked. People think we're going to see it at Game Awards, possibly, right? Now you're saying to me, Dom, you're like, Jared, well, them trademarking it doesn't mean that we're going to see it at Game Awards. It just means that the, we're going to see the announcement within the next year, right? Could be at E3, whatever. Trademark shows that we're going to see the game at some point. Funny enough, Hideo Kojima, Jeff Keighley's partner in crime, posted a picture of him touring Fox's studios with the eggs and stuff, and the the, uh, the the alien from Aliens, the xenomorph. He posted a picture with it, right? Hideo Kojima, huge film buff. The Game Awards replied to that tweet and said, "Worlds will change," which is the slogan for this year's Game Awards, right? Worlds will change. So that led people to believe, hmm, that's weird that there's a tie between the Game Awards and Alien. Then Jeff Keighley tweeted, Worlds will collide in this weird special font. Now, to you who's somebody who's never seen the movies, it doesn't mean anything. 
the font looks exactly like the font from the company in the movie that's responsible for the alien. They're called Wayland Corps. So, he tweeted, "Worlds will collide with that font." You want to know what the uh, the slogan of that company is, Dom? Apes will rise. Bringing better, uh, building better worlds. <laughs> so, worlds will collide. Building better worlds. All of this individually is like, oh, that's whatever. It's just coincidence. The fact that we have the trademark plus Hideo Kojima plus the game awards are applying to him plus the weird text thing from Jeff Keighley. This is probably a given. As somebody who's never seen um, the Alien movies, Dom, it seems like you were at least interested in Alien Isolation. Horror games are always cool, right? Hiding from an alien. What would an alien blackout, what would this game have to do in its reveal to get you interested? Because it's already a shooter, and I know you're interested in shooters. So what would it have to do beyond that to get you interested? I don't... (laughs) Um... Should it be I mean, more like, horror for you? Do you want it to be a scarier yeah. shooter? Yeah, for me that I mean, because I've been dying for another Dead Space, right? So okay. if it would, uh, if it could scratch some of that itch, I'd be like, oh shoot, let's go. Um, we'll see, I guess. But this, I mean, everything you just described, it, that sounds like more than a coincidence. You know, each of these pieces or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, there's definitely there's obviously something there. But yeah, as far as what what this would have to be for me, like, yeah, I'd be I'd be interested in some more like survival horror but was still with some action though because that's i remember watching some reviews on that alien isolation game and it, from what i recall and i didn't play it it wasn't it was a little too survival horror-y and not yeah. so much action whereas dead space you know there's still a lot of shooting and action going on uh, at least in comparison to that it's, again i never played the alien game so i'm speaking a little ignorantly but that's for me for whatever this is that's kind of what i would be hoping for well the interesting thing to me is that you know they said action-packed persistent world and in my head so a lot of alien is about being in a spaceship and being trapped with this monster right there's nowhere to go it's a whole like jive of alien obviously you've seen that with alien isolation persistent world to me what would be dope is if you make like bad mistakes in this like spaceship that it leads to the world evolving in certain ways like you know, there's more aliens or there's less aliens. You're in more danger. You're in less danger depending on the decisions you make. Like if you open a certain air vent, it leads to something else happening. So in terms of persistent world, it's a world that's affected by the changes you make. And it makes the game harder or easier or different depending on all of these decisions. Because when you're trapped in a spaceship with an alien, you're not always going to make the most logical, intelligent decisions. Sometimes you will react purely based on anxiety or fear right and that could lead to some crazy opportunities for the the world and the game to evolve the fact that they said action-packed and persistent has me excited because like you said action-packed i want that and persistent that that can mean a bevy of things um so i think this is another one of the new games we'll see right so we have obsidian and we have this alien blackout though alien blackout isn't confirmed with all the stuff here i think it's pretty much confirmed to be there something yeah a new, the new Dragon Age announcement, too, that could be the third one. So it's already three games, possibly. Now, we're getting into the part that I really wish Jordan was here. Um, so we have some Rocksteady stuff, Dom, to go over. <laughs> there was a, a leak, then a rumor to the leak, then Jason Trier stepped in. So we'll, we'll, we'll go through that. So a leak by GameRequirements.com, which is a site that lists game requirements for PC, right, specs, um, 
They were responsible for the DMC5 leak that happened prior to E3 this year. If you remember, DMC5 got leaked. People were like, oh, DMC5 is going to be at E3, and then it was at E3, right? So, they featured a game on their website titled Superman World's Finest. If you remember, this Superman game has been rumored forever. <laughs> this thing has gone back and forth of is it confirmed, is it not confirmed, is Rocksteady working on it, is WB Montreal working on it, who knows. This game was listed on the website with Rocksteady Games as a developer, okay? So people started going crazy. Oh my god, the Superman game is real. It's going to be at the Game Awards. Rocksteady's making a Superman game. Shortly after this leak picked up traction, Jason Schreier came in, you know, as he does, the big bad cowboy of the West rolling into the bar to let people know what exactly is going on with all of his uh, connections to the industry. Yeah, and he's out there canceling games too and delaying games. <laughs> exactly, all his fault. Uh, he stated on his podcast, according to his sources, Rocksteady is working on a game featuring a group of superheroes, and it will be a games-as-service type game. So, it's all, it was also stated by him that they're working with W Montreal. Now remember, W Montreal has like 500 employees, and they've only made uh, Arkham Origins, which is crazy. So, there's a couple of things here that could possibly be in play, Dom. Obviously, Jason Trier is somebody to kind of trust. He's broken crazy news stories. People were joking because they were like, how come he just said a group of superheroes? Why didn't he just say Justice League, right? A group of DC superheroes, why don't you just say Justice League? Well, there was another rumor that stated that they were actually working on a, t a Titans game. Uh, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Not Justice League. So the fact that Jason Trier is being vague or his sources are being vague, that means that it could be Justice League or Titans, right? Now, here's the thing. Jason Schreier never said that the Superman game didn't exist. All he said was that Rocksteady is currently working on the, that game, right? Usually, Jason would be like, no, that game doesn't exist if he had heard otherwise. He just said, from my sources, I hear Rocksteady is currently working on that game's a service game. Now, we have a couple of options here, Don, for you. I wrote up. It could be none of these, but I want to see from you which one you think is more likely, okay? A, the Superman game doesn't exist. Right? So that means WB Montreal and Rocksteady are working on this team-up game. B. Rocksteady is almost done with it, the Superman game. And in the meantime, WB Montreal with its 500 plus employees have been doing a lot of the framework for this game as a service game, right? They've been doing a lot of it while Rocksteady finishes this the Superman game. And you can also put in there, maybe it's not Superman, but Rocksteady is finishing their game while WB Montreal focuses on the game as a service game. Okay? That's two. Three. The Superman game is WB, WB Montreal's, right? Rocksteady's focusing on the games of service game, WB Montreal's helping, but the Superman game is WB Montreal's game. And the last one, the games of service game is is in development alongside Superman, but the games of service game is actually the one that'll come out first. So Superman is in development, but that's not the one that we could probably expect to see at the Game Awards. Which one do you think of these is most likely? Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> It's tough. There's a lot of weird things here because we don't know what WB Montreal is doing. We don't know what Rock City's doing. I mean, I think there's definitely. I already lost track of which combinations are which in your okay. scenario. Whatever you there, feel, yeah. Yeah, I'll say there's definitely two games here. I think being worked on, right? Yeah. At least, I mean, two two games that are being prominently, you know, upfront being worked on by each of these studios, right? So, like you said, uh, just uh, um, WB WB Montreal, yeah. Yeah, Montreal, not just Warner Brothers, but yeah, Warner Brothers, WB Montreal, like you said, that's a huge, huge studio, 500 whatever people 
Um, and obviously Rockstar is Rockstar Rocksteady um, has got a decent sized staff too. They're like so two hundred, I think. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, I, and they're known to make you know bigger AAA games. Um, so there's definitely two games being worked on here. I don't think between the two of them, between the two of these studios, that there's just one game going on. Yeah. So if I had to bet, um, yeah, the because we had. Remember you brought up, uh, and it was a less, much less credible rumor a few weeks or a month or two ago, uh, something about like a, a, a shared or like an online service kind of game that WB Montreal was working on. Yeah, that was kind of more like a Batman specific thing, maybe. Um, but online and multiplayer in nature. Um, the Batman. So maybe, game. yeah, yeah. So maybe that is what the team, this you know, group of superhero games exactly is exactly true. Yeah. Right, so I think that's where my vote is going to be. Is that that's what WB Montreal is doing? Um, is they're working on this? Um, maybe it's a Teen Titans, Titans game, but I'll definitely. I mean, if that other rumor had any part of it to be true, then Batman's you know playing some role in this, which he would be in that world oh, somewhere yeah. or another. Um, whether or not they choose to feature him, I guess uh, is you know uh, variable. But that's where I'm going to say that's what I think they're doing, and then I'll leave. Rocksteady to you know they're taking on that Superman game uh, that's more single player oriented that's what I, that's what I'd say well and the craziest thing is like if they come out with a Superman game I like Batman more than Superman I think most people do um, but I think Batman is an easier superhero to tackle in the video game realm not to say that like their games that they made that were great were easy but you know what I mean by that right his skills translate more if Rocksteady is able to make a Superman game that's good that's going to be really impressive I'm with you. I think W Montreal is working on the games of service game. Uh, I didn't even think about that. That we did have that rumor about the Bat Family yeah. and a group of superheroes that fits in, right? Um, I could definitely see that. What I do believe wholeheartedly, I don't necessarily believe if we'll see Rocksteady's game at the Game Awards. I hope so, but I do think Rocksteady's game is a single player game, and that'll release first. And I think W Montreal will get help from Rocksteady, but they are working on a multiplayer game that'll ship after Rocksteady's game. That's my belief. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah I'll, I I didn't mention that. Yeah, there's probably some consulting going on uh, back and forth. It's some kind of way. Yeah. Like you said, that might be helping uh, one or the other type of thing. Yeah. I just think Rocksteady, I think Rocksteady wants a break from Batman. And I also think that in order for a Justice League game to feel earned and good and not like a weird movie tie-in, I think if you get a Batman trilogy, you get maybe a Superman game, and then you go for that Justice League game or even the Bat Family game, and you build up to there, I think we'll eventually see a Justice League game. I just don't think there's enough there for it to feel earned, and I do think that Rock City wants to focus more on, like, no, let's try to do this character's story, right? Because they did so well with Batman. Um, my only gripe with Rock City and WB Montreal, and this probably comes down from a publisher, is, like, WB Montreal has been around for how long with 500 employees and they've made one game? Like, it's kind of crazy. And all those games are, I think Origins doesn't get the credit it deserves. All those games are quality games, right? Arkham Knight isn't as good as the first two, but it's still a very solid game. It's just weird that they they haven't produced a whole lot of games. I would like to see more from that studio. Have a, a more more of a balance, right? Of like, WB Montreal releases a game, and then Rocksteady. It was like, Rocksteady, Rocksteady, WB Montreal, Rocksteady, and now Quiet. You know what I mean? It just, mm-hmm. It's a weird cadence. Uh, we'll see. I hope Rocksteady shows up, but we've been hoping Rocksteady to show up at something for like a year and a half now. They're going to be at this Game Awards. I know they're going to be at E3. I just want them to finally show up. 
Um, before we get into the indie possibilities, real quick, Dom, I want to go over some video game possibilities that either relate to earlier rumors in the year that we had or just games that I could see popping up, okay? First off, in the last month, we've had a Mortal Kombat 11 uh, rumor leak. Do you think there's a chance we see Mortal Kombat 11 revealed at the Game Awards? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It totally fits the MO, right, of the I Game Awards. I mean, that's a, that's a, you're right, that's a gamey-ass game. Exactly. Right? So, I, I, I agree with you. That that feels like a Game Awards type and of game. The I Game Awards, know. I think, always make sure, to, Jeff Keighley does a good job of having game reveals for a lot of different genres of games. Right. Last year, they revealed okay. Soul Calibur Six, if you remember. I think they need a fighting game in there, and I think Mortal Kombat 11 makes sense. Well, Jared, Smash is a fighting game. But a reveal. <laughs> Very valid. Well, I, I know. Just, you know, those people that that whole argument, um, I don't know much about it. Remember this rumor we had and that leaked video of the Avalanche Harry Potter game? Oh, yeah. What, what do you think the chances are that we see that Harry Potter game finally show its face now that that video leaked about a month or two ago? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> oh, you're not a big Harry Potter guy, right? I mean, I, that's not what you asked, but I mean, I guess it's possible. Yeah. Um, well, here's the crazy thing, Dom. We already think there's a possibility of Rocksteady or WB Montreal's game showing up, right? Those are possible. Now we throw in Mortal Kombat 11 and Harry Potter. That's four WB games, and I doubt there's going to be four okay. WB games revealed. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who knows? Uh, next up, this is a game that we got the title for. We haven't seen anything from. The chances of Metroid Prime 4 gameplay. What do you think? Nintendo's Zero. always there. You don't think a, ch- a lick, a chance. One percent. If so, if if Metroid Prime Four isn't there, what do you think the chances of Animal Crossing being there? You know, twenty percent higher, right? That's yeah, more likely. I think we will see the reveal of something Nintendo. I just I'm not hundred percent sold. It's Metroid Prime Four or Animal Crossing. Um, they could even just do something small, like a new Smash character, right? Um, like a surprise last Smash character we didn't know about. Um, if I were to pick between the two, Metroid Prime 4 and Animal Crossing, I think Animal Crossing is a lot more likely. There have been reports that Animal Crossing is supposed to come out in the first quarter of 2019, so it would make sense to do the trailer here at uh, the Game Awards, right, in December. Sure. Um, another game that we've been waiting forever to see a reveal of, Borderlands 3. Mm. That game's rumored to come out in 2019. That mm. seems like a Game Awards-y type of announcement, you know what I mean? They had, I don't know if you remember, a couple years ago, they had Randy Pitchford come out, and he was like, all of you guys uh, love Gearbox, right? And people screamed. He's like, all of you guys love Borderlands, right? And everyone screamed. And he's like, we're doing a Bulletstorm remaster. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could see Randy Pitchford coming out and announcing Borderlands 3 in a trailer. Um, honestly, and I've never been a big Borderlands guy. I don't know where it'll sit in terms of people getting excited. Because if you have Borderlands 3 announced next to, like, a Superman game, as, like, Superman isn't as popular as Batman, but he's also extremely popular, I think Superman, like, eats up that Borderlands 3 announcement. I think people even, like, kind of forget about it. I, I, could, I could see Obsidian's new RPG Dom having a bigger splash in the Borderlands 3. Am I wrong about that? Mm, that's, I think, that's a bit of a stretch. I think Borderlands 3 would be pretty big. You think so? I've... Man, I've always just wondered if Borderlands 3 is going to be the first Borderlands game to completely go into the monetization route because that game fits microtransactions so well. Um, And hearing Randy Pitchford in interviews, he doesn't seem like the type of guy that's opposed (laughs) to doing that type of stuff. 
I don't know. I've just never been a huge fan of Borderlands. I don't get why it's so popular. I'm with you. I've never really liked it either. I have the second game, but I never tried it, and I was just kind of like, eh, I don't like this. I don't like the way the world is set up and you travel. It's just something, I don't know. Let's get over talking negative. Let's just move over from Borderlands. Let's talk about something that might excite us, Dom. There's rumors that we might see the reveal of a new Bioshock game. Remember earlier this year, 2K was talking about they have they have a new entry in a beloved franchise coming out in 2019, and everyone expects it to be Borderlands 3. What if it's a new Bioshock entry? Sign me up. Let's go. 100%. Cool. You want to hear the craziest rumor on top of that? There's a rumor that the Obsidian RPG, because it's being, uh, it's being uh, published by uh, 2K and Activision, that that might be tied into the Bioshock world. Which would be crazy. Do we know what they're making is an RPG? Yeah, hundred percent. Obsidian's game okay. is an RPG. Yeah. Okay. They they announced that on their on their thing of like the Game Awards. We're going to be revealing our new RPG in partnership with the Private Division. We know hundred percent it's a role playing game. Let's go through some indie possibilities. Okay. <laughs> that game company, who's obviously very popular, critically astounding in terms of all their releases. A couple of years ago, remember we got that sky tease of their new game? It was called Sky. Uh, it was like a blue yes, sky yes. with like a feather and a candle. We could possibly possibly see that game. That could show up. Um, Play Dead. Developers of Inside and Limbo. In, 20, in January of 2017, we got that tease of the crashed astronaut, remember? With like the comet coming down. We could possibly see a reveal of that game. That counts as a new game release. Because even though we have that image, we don't have a title. We don't have anything about it. Hmm. Next yeah, up, speaking of Play Dead, remember the co the co uh, co founder of Play Dead left, and he made his own studio called Jump Ship, and then we got that teaser of that game called Somerville. It was like alien invasion, two uh, D. Remember, it was like red lights in the back of like these weird oblong alien buildings. We could see that for the first time, actual gameplay, and the last one, the one that people forget about. Do you remember? Do you remember who Ghost Story Games is? No. They are all the former Irrational Games people. The people that made Bioshock. Ah, Remember, they left. They made a new studio, Ghost Story Games. That was like two years ago. We haven't heard anything from them. That could be another one. You know what would be crazy? If Ghost Story Games teamed up with 2K (laughs) to make the next Bioshock, but they're just not Irrational Games. I don't think they left on bad terms. I think it was just like Irrational Games was unsustainable. Um, and obviously Ken Levine leaving was huge. So I don't know if what their their relationship is with 2K. It could be gross, right? And that would never happen. But it's a cool idea. The fact that they're called Ghost, uh, Ghost Story Games, I wonder if their first game will be like a horror game. I wonder if they're going to lean into that. Because they're Bioshock people, and Bioshock is a horror game, right? The first Bioshock is... A horror game it's scary i mean i could just as to me it's just as likely that that's the the opposite and they're gonna do something bright and cheery and you know more like a journey kind of a vibe and kind of yeah to counter they're like oh we're ghost story games but we're gonna make something about i don't know i could see that being just as likely i don't know so we've talked about a lot we've talked about a lot of things that could yeah, happen at the game awards what i want to know from you specifically dom take out reason take out logic anything that wasn't discussed today 
or maybe it was discussed and you want to say like double down that you think it's happening what do you want to see reveal the game awards like what's the what's a dom reveal you want to see you can even say a couple of them if you want bioshock dude i like oof. new bioshock i'd be all like that would just be like hand, like i'm done that's it let's go give it to me yeah just, that's it that's let's let's do it <laughs> I, yeah man just I, game over i i'd be so interested to see the direction they take because i loved bioshock i loved bioshock uh infinite two i was mixed on i wasn't a huge fan but i don't think it was terrible um and i think we're you like bioshock infinite too right yeah that and was a great game dude. bioshock infinite is weird because there was a split on that game with fans the people who didn't like it didn't like it because it was a bad game they just some people complained that it wasn't bioshock to me, I love that game. I think it made the world bigger in scope, and there was a lot more to it, and it kind of introduced these weird things with the world that I really enjoyed. Um, man, I, I, I'm with you. I think a new Bioshock would be extremely, extremely cool to see in any capacity. Just give, even give me a title. Um, because we have the Dragon Age stuff from Casey Hudson, this is a 0% chance of happening, but I would love the announcement of a Mass Effect trilogy remaster. Oh man, I would love that so much. Um, I that's I don't think that's happening by any means. And uh, lastly, I would love if we see the reveal of a Marvel game that isn't Avengers that has been in the works for a while, and it comes out sometime in 2019. But we we didn't know about it, right? So it's not the Avengers because we already knew about that, but just some partnership that they made with a studio that we had no idea was in the works. And it's a brand new Marvel game. Um, that'd be really cool. Other than that, I'm there's a lot of stuff here that I'm gonna be excited for, like new Dragon Age reveal. Hell yeah! Uh, Alien Blackout. I'm interested. Uh, like you said, some of the stuff they said gets me interested in what they can do. Rocksteady in any capacity, like a Superman yeah. game on its own wouldn't get me too excited, but being made by Rocksteady that kind of gets me more interested. Um, yeah, I'm just. 10 new game reveals. I know I would guarantee you, in my opinion, that like six of them are AAA and like four of them are probably indie, double A, right? Do you think that's mm -hmm. about right? I doubt yeah. all 10 would be AAA games. It doesn't make right, any right. sense. Um, what do you think is – do you think it's pretty likely that we, we see stuff from a Nintendo game we haven't seen yet? Like Metroid Prime 4 gameplay, Animal Crossing gameplay, uh, a new Smash character – do you think we're guaranteed yeah. to see something new Nintendo? Yeah, that's a safe bet. Something, you know, whether it be a piece of DLC for something, um, or yeah, an extra character for Smash, or at least something like that, right? If not, you know, some gameplay from um, Animal Crossing or uh, whatever they're doing for Fire Emblem next year. Well, I can't remember what they're calling that. Something, yeah, something we haven't, we don't know about yet. Uh, it's called Three Something. Three. Three houses. Maybe. The third house. Something like that. We have Xbox. With, house. We have Xbox the winner winner of arcade. So we have Nintendo and Xbox covered. The last thing I want to know from you before we close out, PlayStation. We're possibly we're going more likely going to see Death Stranding, so I'm not including that. But do you think we see Last of Us or Ghost of Tsushima? No. No, neither of them. Because people think that we're going to see a release date for Ghost of Tsushima, which I'm like, no, no. not happening. Nope. Um, we're going to see probably something like we already talked about Death Stranding, but that. I think is on the heels of kind of um, uh, Kojima being good friends with uh, Jeff Keighley, Geoff, uh, Jeff, yeah. Um, but I don't know Sony. I don't know. I just don't see it. What they got in the pipeline, 
maybe maybe we see some days gone. Maybe I don't know. Oof, I but don't know. that to me, I I wouldn't bet on it. But to me, that's the next most likely thing. Maybe some dreams. Dude, if dreams know. gets a release that's date at the likely. Game Awards, it'd be hilarious. Um, it, right. I just got this. We talked about in length many times about like Sony skipping E3 next year, and I just get this vibe from them that like they don't want like they're too good for the Game Awards and they don't need to yeah put their chips there. I'm just I couldn't be more speculative and like I'm trying to give a an attitude to a company overall. Which is I I see where silly, you're coming but, from yeah. though, and like in the Death Stranding thing is entirely Kojima Keeley. It has nothing to do with Sony. Right. I think yeah. Right. Um, that's it for this week's show in terms of what we're going to be playing. Going to hop into God of War. Um, hopefully if I have time, um, MTG arena, obviously. And, uh, I've been getting achievements in hello neighbor, which is like weird. I don't know if you ever even heard of the game. Yeah. It's on switch. It's a weird indie game where you have like this crazy neighbor and you're trying to figure out what he's hiding in his basement. Um, it's a very glitchy buggy game. I've actually experienced more glitches and bugs in this game than any telltale or Bethesda game I've ever played. That being said, I'm very lucky when it comes to both of those <laughs> developers because I haven't really experienced game crashing bugs or anything or weird like skeleton bodies uh, <laughs> that people experience. But yeah, just going to be playing. God of War is my main focus right now. Um, yeah, it's pretty much it for me. I want to get to watching the Castlevania Netflix series too. So I've been toying around with the idea of, of, of jumping into that Castlevania. The first nonsense. season's like an hour long total. Yeah, so I, I might I might do that one of these days because it's, so, it's so short and it's just right there on Netflix. Yep. Um, but mostly I'm going to keep on playing Fallout. Um, I've been having a pretty good time in uh, West Virginia. Country roads. Country roads. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, so that's that's going to be primarily what I'm doing. I don't think there's anything else I got on the horizon here for a good while. Um, shoot, yeah, I don't know. Just going to have a, another good week. Another good week. Fallout. Another week closer to Christmas. Another week closer to the end of the year. Uh, hopefully Jordan's back next week. Um, we're going to be, just so you guys know, we're going to be pre-recording some episodes um, for the end of the year just so we can enjoy the holidays and not worry about recording and just enjoying our free time playing games and doing all that stuff. So look forward to those. Some interesting stuff talking about predictions for next year um, and a lot of those things. Um, but yeah, hopefully the Game Awards lives up to our hype. We'll be talking about that next week, all the reveals and everything that happens. In Jeff Keeley, we trust. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>